Hi. 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 Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so glad that you're here. Mm. We're continuing with Esther tonight, reading chapter 5. Still a day behind the lectionary, and that is okay. It's okay. But we have this chance to read this story, to sit with it, to listen to our own voices, and to see what comes up for us, to see where our spirituality is, and to see what connections we might make, where our attention happens to rest, and what intention we can carry into the day ahead. As far as intention goes, I did write my little story. I think the uh, the muse for the timing of of how I wrote it is Jim Gaffigan. So how that makes any sense for the subject matter, I don't really know at all. But there you have it. <sighs> Take a deep breath, friends. And take off your shoes. For the place where you are is holy. As we read this passage the first time, what word or phrase sticks out to you? Now on the third day, Esther put on her royal clothing and stood in the inner court of the king's house next to the king's house. The king sat on his royal throne in the royal house next to the entrance of the house. When the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court, she obtained favor in his sight. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther came near and touched the top of the scepter. Then the king asked her, What would you like, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you even to half the kingdom. Esther said, If it seems good to the king, let the king and Haman come today to the banquet that I have prepared for him. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly, so that it may be done as Esther has said. So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had prepared. The king said to Esther at the banquet of wine, What is your petition? It shall be granted you. What is your request? Even to half of the kingdom it shall be performed. Then Esther answered and said, My petition and my request is this, if I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I will prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king has said. Then Haman went out that day joyful and glad of heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he didn't stand up nor move for him, he was filled with wrath against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. There he sent and called for his friends and Zeresh, his wife. Haman recounted to them the glory of his riches, the multitude of his children, all the things in which the king had promoted him, and how he had advanced above 
the princes and servants of the king. Haman also said, Yes, Esther the queen, let no man come in with the king to the banquet that she had prepared but myself. And tomorrow I am also invited by her together with the king. Yet all this avails me nothing, so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then Zeresh and his wife and all his friends said to him, Let a gallows be made fifty cubits high, and in the morning speak to the king about hanging Mordecai on it. Then go in merrily with the king to the banquet. This pleased Haman, so he had the gallows made. Where is your attention in this reading from Esther? For me, it's touched the top of his scepter. And also, my petition and my request is this. Blah, 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 blah. Let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I will prepare for them and I will do tomorrow as the king has said. This second time, as we read, what connection do you make to something in your own life, to some relationship you have, to your idea of God? Where is your spirituality showing up in this passage? Now on the third day, Esther put on her royal clothing and stood in the inner court of the king's house next to the king's house. The king sat on his royal throne in the royal house next to the entrance of the house. When the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court, she obtained favor in his sight, and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther came near and touched the top of the scepter. Then the king asked her, What would you like, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given you even to half of the kingdom. Esther said, If it seems good to the king, let the king and Haman come today to the banquet that I have prepared for him. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly, so that it may be done as Esther has said. So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had prepared. The king said to Esther at the banquet of wine, What is your petition? It shall be granted you. What is your request? Even to half of the kingdom it shall be performed. Then Esther answered and said, My petition and my request is this. If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I will prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king has said. Then Haman went out that day joyful and glad of heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he didn't stand up nor move for him, he was filled with wrath against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. There he sent and called for his friends and Zeresh his wife. Haman recounted to them the glory of his riches, the multitude of his children, and all the things in which the king had promoted him, and how he had advanced him above the princes and servants of the king. Haman also said, Yes, Esther the queen let no man come in with the king to the banquet that she had prepared but myself, and tomorrow I am also invited by her together with the king. 
Yet all this avails me nothing, so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then Zeresh his wife and all his friends said to him, Let a gallows be made fifty cubits high, and in the morning speak to the king about hanging Mordecai on it. Then go in merrily with the king to the banquet. This pleased Haman, so he had the gallows made. What connection do you make to this reading from Esther? In that last set of phrases there about Haman and the gallows, I just think about foreshadowing and about the art and craft of writing and how even if you didn't know the story but you knew foreshadowing and you're paying attention, you might think, I bet Haman ends up on those gallows because Haman is bragging and boasting and full of pride and saying you know I'm the only one that Esther invited but we have been reading the story and we know that Haman is attempting to eradicate to genocide Esther's entire people because of a little workplace drama with Mordecai and You just think, Haman, Mordecai, Esther, the king who's shown favor, I bet this is going to turn. In the same breath, he says, I'm the only one and I'm going to build these gallows. It's just, it really is artfully done. All the pieces are there and you can start to see the twist coming here. (coughs) Hmm. But I was also thinking about Esther and her wisdom in not making the request as soon as the king extends the scepter. I don't know if that was forethought or if it was planned, but for now I'm just assuming that it is. And that having not eaten for three days and going as she fears to certain death, having a meal prepared, a banquet that could well have been her funeral meal for her servants, as she might know. She says, just come eat with me. And it's a chance for her, really, to gather her thoughts, to come down off of the stress, trauma, anxiety-induced adrenaline she must have been feeling going before the king, knowing that he could execute her there, order her killed on the spot. Just eat with me. And let's come back at this tomorrow. Well rested, well fed, not hungry, not anxious, or at least managing our anxiety about a different thing, or at least only dealing with one set of anxieties at a time. And there's wisdom there. And I like it. And I like that I can notice it. To deal with one set of anxieties at a time. For a lot of this year, one of my rules for myself, not that I'm always able to follow it, but is one difficult emotional thing a day. I wonder what rules you might have for yourself about that, friend. (sighs) Mm. This third time... As we read, what is your intention 
as we've read and reflected on this, where does your imagination go in your own life that you might want to do or be something different? Now on the third day, Esther put on her royal clothing and stood in the inner court of the king's house, next to the king's house. The king sat on his royal throne in the royal house next to the entrance of the house. When the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court, she obtained favor in his sight, and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther came near and touched the top of the scepter. Then the king asked her, What would you like, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given you even to half the kingdom. Esther said, If it seems good to the king, let the king and Haman come today to the banquet that I have prepared for him. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly, so that it may be done as Esther has said. So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had prepared. The king said to Esther at the banquet of wine, What is your petition? It shall be granted you. What is your request? Even to the half of the kingdom it shall be performed. Then Esther answered and said, My petition and my request is this. If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I will prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king has said. Then Haman went out that day joyful and glad of heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he didn't stand up nor move for him, he was filled with wrath against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. There he sent and called for his friends and Zeresh his wife. Haman recounted to them the glory of his riches, the multitude of his children, all the things in which the king had promoted him, and how he had advanced him above the princes and servants of the king. Haman also said, Yes, Esther the queen, let no man come in with the king to the banquet that she had prepared but myself. And tomorrow I am also invited by her together with the king. Yet all this avails me nothing, so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then Zeresh his wife and all his friends said to him, Let a gallows be made, fifty cubits high, and in the morning speak to the king about hanging the king, hanging Mordecai on it. Then go in merrily with the king to the banquet. This pleased Haman, so he had the gallows made. (coughs) What is your intention? What can you imagine yourself doing? What might God be calling you to do or to be in this passage? For me, I was thinking about secrecy, about being honest about what my heart delights in and finds joy in, whether it's hidden or made known. I was thinking about thankfulness and gift giving to the people who have lifted me up to the places where I am, to the people who are in significant relationship with me. And some thoughts and thinking about Hmm, what was it? Maybe I've lost it now. Something about Haman. Oh, something about focusing on the negative 
and saying that all of these positive things are meaningless because of this one negative thing. Maybe in that is a call for me to write some affirmations for myself tonight. To take one of the 12 promises of ACA as I was noticing them. Maybe to do this activity, to go in and notice in the 12 promises of ACA, the first one, which says something about we will learn to love ourselves as we give ourselves approval on a daily basis. So there's there's actually an action step buried in there. Give ourselves approval on a daily basis. Tonight while the kids were getting their bath, I literally thought to myself, I don't I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fill this time. I, the bathroom's too small for me to be in there and I just thought, you know, I give myself permission to lay down on the bed for these 30 seconds and not do anything. Don't just do something. Sit there. And I did. And it was good. It wasn't enough. But it was good. So maybe what I'll do is I'll sit on my sink counter and I'll look into the mirror and I'll give myself approval today. How can you give yourself approval and affirmation and love today? Go and do it. And however awkward or weird or strange it feels, it will be enough. And it will be good. Grant us, Lord, not to be anxious about earthly things, but to love things heavenly. And even now, while we are placed among things that are passing away, to hold fast to those that shall endure. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours. For you have within you, for you are... And maybe you can say that to yourself in the mirror tonight. You have within you, you are the light of God, the light of the world, always.